Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live from the 6th and Peabody studio and across the OutKick network, this is OutKick 360 with Jonathan Hutton, Chad Withrow, and Paul Kuharski. We are live from 6th and Peabody. Hope everyone's doing well on the Friday edition of OutKick 360 across the OutKick network with Yeehaw Beer and Old Smoky Moonshine. Right here in downtown Music City, wherever you're listening, viewing, we hope you're uh, doing great. We hope you'll chime in and interact with the show at Outkick 360. Shine Fest is coming to 6th and Peabody on Thursday, June 2nd. This is next Thursday, the National Moonshine Day. Well, it just fits here at 6th and Peabody. Nationally, we'll celebrate moonshine. Locally, we celebrate moonshine. And it's taking place June 2nd, uh, next Thursday, live music throughout. The party starts at 3 o'clock, goes until close here at the facility, which is around 11 p.m. If you're in the area, I hope you'll join us. And if you're not, uh, just know that you can celebrate Shine Fest each and every day the next time you're in Nashville. Swing by 6th and Peabody, the home of OutKick and the home of of Yeehaw Beer and Old Smoky Moonshine. It's going to be a blast. Cisco's going to be here, so I'm pumped up about that. DJ Cisco. I know that. And they'll pack you up a little suitcase to go of all your favorite moonshine. Yes, that's right. Um, so, What pack- is this I have in front of me today, by the way? Is this pickle? That's your margarita. Uh, margarita, okay. Margarita moonshine. And what do you have over there, Paul? I'm thinking fruit punch. Watermelon? No, this is uh, margarita. the strawberry mango margarita. There you go. Big margarita fans around here. Load up. That's what we're trying to tell you. We need to get the 360 This is drink. the image that we're portraying. We love margaritas. We need to get the 360 drink I want going. my cherries back. We do need to get that going, Hud. That's the, a great idea. The blackberry June margarita. 2nd is next Thursday? Mm, it is. That's a great day for 360 cocktails on the show. They have them here every day. Yeah. Every day. Every day. We're going to be having them next There's Thursday. It's not a day they don't have them. Pat McAfee sure. is uh, going to be on the screen every day. It, he's already doing WWE. Of course, he's got the Pat McAfee show. And the reports through Front Office Sports is that McAfee is uh, very likely to be involved with Thursday Night Football through Amazon as far as, as, as through a, a McAfee cast, uh, a live stream that will coincide with the broadcast from his Indianapolis studios. Uh, you automatically think of the Manning cast. They're, this is uh, what they're trying to build, and McAfee would be perfect for this with the mega cast that can go on to accompany the overall product um, with the different guests that he could pull and, uh, of course, the, the audience that he has through the streaming platform that he's doing anyway from his own studio. So he wouldn't, based on the front office sports report, he wouldn't be traveling to the different NFL cities. He would be staying at his uh, complex there in Indy hosting this show. It could um, threaten to overextend him a little bit. He's got Friday wrestling obligations, if I'm and not mistaken. Yeah. SmackDown. And, and his uh, you know daily show. I think he's excellent on NFL stuff. I think he's got the personality to do this. I don't know um, if we've established how much America, ha- how much of an American appetite there is for this secondary broadcast. Um, 
I like it. I like the Manning cast. I I imagine uh, what I imagine a, a McAfee cast to be. I think I would like it. Um, so I'm all for it. But I don't know if it's too much too soon, or if this is the cutting edge well, thing and all you know, throw everything you have at it. I don't think it's as as much as what he's been offered. I, I think he has been offered to do some on air work at the games. And he told them back in February, look, I, I, I can't, can't do there. games yet because that's a three to four day period yeah, where I've got that. to be out of the studio in order to get that. there, get back and then prepare for this. Um, so I think this fits more of his schedule Certainly does. than what the overextension would be if you were calling games, Chad. Well, and he said, you know, it's the option of being like this, you know, goofy cousin on the sideline, third <laughs> banana type broadcast yeah. person that they were looking for him to be on there or, you know, do the game himself in his own way and just talk over the game and talk about the game. I, I think this is the perfect avenue for, for Pat McAfee and his talent and his skill set. He was the best guest on the Manning cast. I mean, when they had him, they had him on multiple times and he was always really good and not just good at talking and answering questions. He was great at getting Peyton to talk about things. Well, he you know, took it over. Eli. I mean, he would, yeah, he would take it over and host it and ask questions himself. So, He's going to be really good at this. I don't know what the appetite is also, Paul, like you said, overall. I know the Manny Cash just won an Emmy for their work in season one. So the critics like it. I think fans that tune in seem to like it. It's on a different night. It's on a different avenue with Amazon. Why not? And he's going to get terrific guests on there as well. So I don't see the downside in it. So this this is the attempt for Amazon Prime, Amazon Streaming Service, to get another section of eyeballs who maybe wouldn't be watching the traditional broadcast of Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet on their product because they're paying a billion dollars per year to the NFL through 2033 for Thursday night football. Um, My question is, is it just a straight split on the stream where you can like – I would I think hope it'd be multiple channels. Yeah, the, you've got the multiple channels on on your Amazon, you know, device. You've got your your screen pulled up, which you know I could pull it up and, and see the layout here. I guess what I'm hopeful is you get to like you click on Thursday Night Football. What I would like to see, and then you have both both streams up, and you can choose which one you're listening to. But you can watch the game through their camera, and then watch McAfee react. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I wouldn't I, stop here, by the I, way. Because I like to flip back and forth, and I don't want that to be a, a very difficult process. I wouldn't stop here if I'm, by the way. I, I mean, I think McAfee will cost a certain amount of money, but I think you can do at least two more that wouldn't cost very much. An analytics-driven one and a gambling-driven yeah. one. Yeah. And then you really have everything you could want. I don't know, maybe I'm missing one. Throw out another one or, or tweet us with one. But if you did a gambling-driven one that, that uh, you know, pre-gamed certainly all the avenues that you could bet a game and then talked about in-game betting throughout or what this has done to your pre-game bets, uh, you know, when is a good time to bail or cash out, um, what the in-situa- in-game situation well, betting things are that are available to you, and then an analytics one that says if this is a good decision here, run, pass, based on what teams have done – uh, you know, if this nickel package is equipped to stop what it is likely to see here and all of those percentages, Chad, you talked about how 
the MLB Friday night games has has new numbers running on it constantly. I think football people, the right football people in a booth would be capable of talking about that throughout a game. I would love to see a well-done NFL broadcast talked about from an analytics perspective throughout the game. And then if I wanted that the whole time I could have it, I could flip to it through a variety of selections here. But I think each of these things would have heavy niche audiences and then other people would shop during the game. I think your bang for your buck is, Paul, you do it all on one. I mean, McAfee should have a gambling guy on there each week. You can have multiple guests. You should have an analytics person at some point. I, I, don't, I think that it just it waters it down so much if you have all these different buckets for the game broadcast from all these different things. I think someone like Pat McAfee could do that on a secondary broadcast and give you all those different things. I liken it to, do you like the Oscars or the Golden Globes? The Oscars, the traditional broadcast, up until this year where a guy got slapped on stage, but more of your buttoned-up, traditional-type broadcast where you're getting technical awards, and it is, a, it is a broadcaster's broadcast. The Golden Globes, everyone gets drunk and talks to each other. Right? That's Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet versus watching Pat McAfee throw a few back and be a party DJ for an entire Thursday night football game. I mean, that's to me, that's the two different things and where this is going. It's all personal preference. I guarantee you Hutton would rather watch the normal broadcast, knowing him, you know, every single time he's going to want to watch that type of broadcast. I go back and forth. It depends on the game. If I don't care as much about the game, I'm going to watch McAfee or I'm going to watch the Manning cast. If I am all in, dialed in on that game, I want to watch the Oscars. I want to watch them give out the award for sound editing. And that sound editing award is watching the traditional broadcast in a traditional way. So it's all about people's personal taste now moving forward. This is also a big money pool for Amazon. Uh, They're after McAfee's show. They want the streaming rights to his show through FanDuel. That's also going to be part of this. This isn't just a little singular Thursday night. Well, deal. it's not anywhere now, right? Right. Well, uh, it's on YouTube. It's, YouTube. it's available through FanDuel and and yeah. how they're I mean, pushing I would it. think it's you on, could, for the right money, you could get that to layer into your streaming. It's service. on. I, I that's don't exactly even, what they're after. I it, think. So it's on SiriusXM daily, and it's on reading the story from Front Office Sports. His shows on Sirius and YouTube, and FanDuel is just the big sponsor. Right. So that's. Those are the two places you can find his show right now. I wouldn't think it would be hard to get. I mean, it might be pricey, but I don't think it would be hard to get as a layer. I mean, exclusively, it would be hard to get. It's going to be very hard to get. It's going to be very pricey. Exclusive. I mean, he is holding out because I guarantee you there's multiple bidders on this. Uh, I think Amazon is going to have to pay big time. Conan O'Brien's podcast network just sold. Was it to Spotify? I saw. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about for, that. Sold for $117 million. His podcast yeah. network. I know about his podcast. I didn't know he had a podcast network. But it sold to one exclusive place for a ton of money. So, I mean, look, there's. I think he's going to make a lot wherever he ends up selling his video rights uh, to his show for streaming. Well, and then you have... But then, so then you have Amazon connected to FanDuel, right, through this partnership. So then... Again, you've got, you've got some, uh, some jet fuel to push yeah. what you're talking about, Paul. Absolutely. Um, and, and my thing, I'm not saying you have to start doing it uh, for the full season. You know, Maybe you do a game here and a game there uh, of the structure that I'm talking about to test it and see how people like it. 
and then you, you go forward based on the feedback. Uh, Sirius XM is where Conan sold his podcast business for $150 million. And right now, that is two podcasts. Conan Needs a Friend and Parks and Recollection. Those two podcasts sold for $150 million to Sirius. Unbelievable. I haven't heard either one. But maybe I have. I mean, clips on YouTube or something. I'm from Conan. Yeah. On his interview. Yeah, it process. says Dill also includes video content and some of his late night show stuff. So, again, big business. Well, he's got a faithful following, but I, I, I'm surprised to learn it's worth that much. And I'm sure it's good. I mean, he's a funny dude. Does it come with his complete library? Uh, no. No, I don't think he owns his Former complete. Interviews. I don't think he owns his complete library. Um, Warren Moon has uh, compared Colin Kaepernick and how he thinks he can be used uh, in the NFL to Cam Newton in certain packages. Um, he told TMZ, Josh McDaniels knows how to work with that type of quarterback. Maybe there's a package of plays where he can put in that helps the Raiders maybe in some game time situations. Cam Newton sucked in New uh, England. Well, we should also point this out. He's, Colin he, Kaepernick sucked. Yeah. And, I mean, that, that's what has, we're treating. The, we're treating Colin Kaepernick like the last time we saw him was Peyton Manning going off on a, a Super Bowl victory. Like it's it's been it, when he plays, it'll be six years. I think so. He's comparing a guy who sucked to a guy who sucked. Well, like, uh, but it's a to me, it's an insult to Cam Newton. Cam, Cam Newton's Newton a league MVP. A, he won an MVP well, way back. Also, okay, great, but he's a league MVP. I mean, if you want to compare him to someone, say do a package for him like they would with Taysom Hill. With the same, Taysom Hill's not a quarterback. He proved that when he got a chance to start. But you could put him in select packages over the course of a game. That's what he's trying to say. I, I think it was a awful comparison and an insult to Cam Newton because what he's trying to say is he is a running quarterback that you can mix in the game and give a different pace and speed to Derek Carr if you're the Raiders. He's not saying he's terrible Cam Newton starting quarterback for the Patriots You know, this, this past year. He's not a starter. He's a guy that you sprinkle in here and there. I also see. I a, was actually insulted for Cam Newton when I heard that. I also see on our ticker, you know, this thing that that Josh McDaniels didn't feel it was necessary to notify Derek Carr about the trial. Of course, it wasn't. You're trying out a guy for a potential backup spot. He's no threat to Derek Carr. Uh, uh, they had no obligation. To, uh, Derek Carr wouldn't give two hoots about them telling him about a Colin Kaepernick tryout. No, the signing's different. Right, uh, but the the tryout is is Nothing. completely if they, different. If they sign him, then Colin Kaepernick has to to his career p- completion percentage is under sixty percent. And if you want to put that in comparison, Jake Lockers was fifty seven percent for a career, um, and that's a long time ago. I mean, this day and age in this league, you can't be anywhere. Yeah, down I mean, there. it's it's there by who you know by by accounts the the tryout the passing things went well. Um, but there's no plan. But McDaniel's, I mean, McDaniel's comments was very generic. Like, hey, we got to look at this guy, and you know, we're we going to continue to do out. that. And that's that's where it stands right now. Now, um, uh, Florio said there were two other teams that were thinking about trying him out, and you know, now Florio obviously is all aboard this, but says you know if they were thinking about trying him out, the Raiders trying him out should open the door for well, teams yeah. to be more willing to try him out. I, I I agree with that. So does he get two more tryouts? Maybe. I think it's, it's odd to me that everyone was terrified to try him out. I mean, I just what, – what's the – It's no harm. It's a story. I get it. But it's not like the Raiders are facing backlash for letting the guy try out. No. 
I mean, why, why was everyone so scared sitting around shaking their boots? If you, Now's the time maybe to do you, it. Now, if you're the first one to do it, then we can try them out. Thank God for you, Vegas. Now's for the doing time that. to do it, Paul, without the, the media access to all this, like around the facility, I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, there's no reason not to try them out. Yeah, I just, I mean, honestly, so much time has passed from that. I just, great. Like, if you can make the team and be a backup, terrific. I've got no problem with that. I think most of America is either that way or just saying, who cares? It's not a story anymore, right? Even, I, even if you're against Colin Kaepernick or whatever, you're probably saying, I, I don't care. No, it's not going to work out to any great extent. I, well, I tend to feel that way, but when he signs, it'll explode. If, if he signs. Yeah, if. Yeah. Well, and then it'll be a lot of people seeking the confirmation of whatever they thought. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, well. If he's terrible, see, I told you so. If he's great, other side. See, I told you so. He was blackballed. And that's why he didn't play. Uh, will he stand? Will My, he kneel? Yeah, Mike Florio will you know, throw a Catalina wine mixer <laughs> if he does well for everyone, for all of his media buddies. But will he wear linen? I, I see him more will of a, he wear a linen I shirt? I see him more of a seersucker guy. Oh, okay. A well, seersucker that, fit, that fits a Catalina wine mixer. It yes. does. You know what I just did in my head, by the way? I cannot separate right now Mike Florio's face and Darren Ravel's face. <laughs> Both punchable faces. That's a problem. Isn't that weird, though? They both have dark hair. I know that, right? I seriously can't do it. I, I think of both of them, and I'm seeing, I feel like I'm thinking of Mike Florio and seeing Ravel. You have a Google machine right in front of you. And can't do it. I don't want to see him because I kind of <laughs> like the idea of them being the same person. Uh, I have a feeling that Florio has a better running style. Does Florio have a better... <laughs> Definitely. Does Florio have a better collection of African-American artifacts? <laughs> no. That's the question. No, he doesn't. No, and, and Darren Ravel will let you know that. Because if he did, he would have told you. I'd love Florida. to see a battle between the two. <laughs> oh, I'll one-up you, Rosa Parks bus, bus car. The, the battle we Library didn't know we card. needed. Yeah. Wait do you see what I have. Wait do you see this. Hey, uh, speaking of a battle, uh, Bobby Carpenter battled the, the crowds, the hordes trying to get in to watch <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. The crazy hordes yes. of Top Gun fans and flight Bobby suits. Carpenter joins us next, fresh out of the theater where he was able to take in Top Gun Maverick. We'll get his five-star review. Not ten. Not ten. Five-star. Not, not, not a four. four. Not a four-star. Four, yeah. uh, five-star review. We talk NFL and college football as well with Bobby Carpenter, our college football analyst, next to now kick 360. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hope everyone's having a great Friday. Outkick 360 rolls on. Chad, you are headed to see Top Gun Maverick on Sunday, correct? I am indeed. Sunday night. I'll be there. Our next guest is right out of the theater from seeing Top Gun Maverick this afternoon. I believe a surprise for his, uh, for his kid. Bobby Junior. Carpenter joins us here on Outkick 360, and you can follow him on Twitter at bcarp3. I'm sure he'll give a full review coming up on Carp's Corner. Uh, but, Bobby, uh, we do a five-star rating system here. And we started the show. Chad said he's seen nothing but rave reviews. Same for us as well. You've now seen the film. You have the floor. 
So gentlemen, I'll tell you this. Number one, I, I like almost all movies. Like it has to be okay. bad for me not to enjoy it. However, movies with nostalgia, they go in their own separate category. Like if you're trying to make a sequel to the program, to Top Gun, you know, stuff like that, that like drew me in when I was younger that I loved. Speaking of my love language, Bobby. It's perfect. What'd you say? You're speaking my love language right now. Keep going. Exactly. Keep going. All these movies. You you love all this stuff because guys, we're all about the same age. And so you see this and this like shaped you. I mean, I, how I first fell in love with Top Gun is, you know, my parents built their house in like 90, 91 and they had a great vinyl collection. You know, my dad got done playing. They had this awesome amp and this like speaker system set up through the house. And then they had speakers in the main room. And I used to get out the Top Gun vinyl record, put it on the record player, play, you know, some Kenny Loggins danger zone, throw on the Top Gun anthem. I mean, like that was the stuff that I loved when I was young. And then when I was in junior high, we'd go hang out at like a friend's house. And that was like the default movie you'd watch, like and hang out in junior high. I get to college, pregame, my senior year, they'd be showing new movies that are still in theaters. Like you want to go see a movie with the team? No. Or you can hang out in your room. And we would bring like our little uh, portable DVD connection set and plug it in. And we'd sit there and watch Top Gun like every night, every Friday night. And so for this, to me, I never thought there'd be another one made. And before games, like, honestly, this is the God's honest truth. I would listen to the Top Gun anthem. You know, you, you hear that <laughs> smooth bass. You all of a sudden hit that, hear that guitar riff. And, like, I'd be ready to go. Like, I, I feel like I'd be sitting on an aircraft carrier, staring out over the ocean into the South Pacific. Like, that's where you feel like you should be. And so I wanted to temper expectations because this was supposed to come out in 2020. They've held this thing for two years. Heck, it took, it's been 35 years in the making. And I'm like, there's no way it could possibly live up to what you want. And then I've watched, I've seen the reviews. I've talked to a couple of people who I really respect who have seen it. Heck, Chris Holtman, the head basketball coach at Ohio State, shoots me a text on Tuesday or Wednesday night and says, hey, have you seen Top Gun? I'm like, not yet. He goes, just saw it. You're going to love it. Hope all is well. Like, <laughs> you get back. It was down the street for me. Like, that was it. And I'm thinking, man, like, th- when you're in sports, like, you- corny doesn't really work. And I was texting a couple of my friends. One of my good buddies is the D coordinator at Arkansas State. I've got friends coaching, like, guys who I played with, and you know, they're all about it. I pulled my three boys out of school. My daughter went with my wife up to Toledo. They had a soccer tournament because what else is a better way to celebrate Memorial day weekend than (laughs) with the soccer tournament. So they went up there. So I've got three boys myself, five, nine and 12. I had the two oldest. They watched the original. They loved it. And I pulled them out of school matinee two 30. I'm going to be honest guys. Like it, it was better than I would have hoped. Yes. And I don't, I don't really throw that. You'll be excited. Don't And I've told people, like, I don't want to build it up too much. You can't build it up too much. It's the perfect blend of nostalgia, new plot line, like edge of your seat, laugh, cry. All of the emotions are going to be spanned out in a, like two hours and 15 minutes. It does not feel long. It really moves. It has enough of the connection to the old, but a lot of new. It's not even the technology. It's like the storyline. Of Matt, like this guy that you've watched 
first of all, as well with Tom Cruise, we need to get every athlete in America on whatever Tom Cruise is doing. <laughs> Tom Brady, it's, it's incredible. They're on a different plane, guys. I just looked it up. He's going to be 60 years old July 3rd. That's it's not even real. It's not even real. He hopped up there and was doing like three, four, five G's in these planes. I, my boy, my buddy AJ Hawk has done that. He goes, dude, I threw up and passed out. And this was him at like 30. I mean, it's insane. And so that's great. The technology aspect of it is great, but the story, the patriotism, like releasing it, heading into Memorial Day weekend, there's just so much there. And I, I took my my boys and they watched it. They loved it. It, it. it really literally filled like it filled my heart. I'm sitting there like I'm excited. I literally cried a couple of times. I felt terrible. My boys are watching me. <laughs> you know, you I mean, I'm serious, like because you feel like you you know these fictional characters. Yes. Like, I mean, Bobby, can you, you got pass- Iceman, you've got Maverick, you got the whole crew, Goose's son. I mean, it, it's it's a lot. You'll lo- you'll love it. There, can, I cannot hype it up enough. Can I you promise please, you will not disappoint. Can you please pass us a towel through the screen for Chad uh, under the desk? Here? To wipe wipe the perspiration yeah, off my that's forehead. Not what you do, that's that. not what he needs. Uh, uh, they, here's uh, something that'll blow your mind, gentlemen. You mentioned Tom Cruise's it. age. Tom Cruise right now at 59 <laughs> is the exact same age as Wilford Brimley when he played in the firm opposite of Tom Cruise. Wow. Think about the way Tom Cruise looks now, and then Wilford Brimley was the bad guy in the firm when Tom Cruise was in the firm with Wilford Brimley in 1992. I prefer to think of Wilford Brimley, Brimley at cocoon age. <laughs> yes, that also, also we a great We won't get film. any older, and we it, won't is, ever die. Is there a love story throughout this, Bobby, similar to the first one? Because Hutton and I actually watched the original Top Gun over the weekend, and I'm reminded that it's one of the ultimate seductions over the course of a movie, back and forth between Charlie and Maverick. And both of them kill it. Like, the power dynamic changes throughout. They both play things perfectly, where they walk away at the right time. They always say the perfect thing at the perfect time. Is there a similar love story in this The, one? the ultimate seduction, the movie, not our weekend together. Yes, yes. No, not both. Not, both. Uh, yeah, enough as you two guys it, you know, it, it, together. Watching that ultimate seduction led to the ultimate seduction, but that's another story for another day. Is there a love story in this one also? Um, there is, and I'm going to be honest with you, it plays a little more subtly, but it's about the same. Like, so I'm saying like, everything is perfect. Like it, it, it's got the action. It's got the excitement, the rogue experience. There's a little bit of a love story. You you have the animosity between goose's son, which you kind of see in the trailer and Maverick. I mean, and then you have the, like a little bit of resolution at the end as you try to capsulate this and figure out how it's all going to bring, come together. And I don't want to, I spoil it because honestly, I'm watching like, you know, and you've got, I mean, honestly, I'm going to be honest with you as well with this, like, you know, you Val Kilmer, they show in the, in the trailer, you have, you know, Iceman, he's the Admiral, he's the commander of the Pacific, you know, he's in it. There's an element that's going to pull you in emotionally with him. Like there's just so much there that as you've gotten older, like you watch it when you're 15 to 25 and it hits the original you're going to watch this when you're probably 35 to 55 and it's going to hit in the same way, but in a very like targeted at your life. But it's also like the younger generation. I feel like they're going to love it. I sat there and watched, you know, it's on Amazon prime or whatever the heck, one of the streaming services we have, I I pulled it up the other night and I'm like, man, this is great. And then I did not think it would be able to live up to it, but guys, 
it's got that, like you said, the subtle love story, the rogueness of Maverick, you know, the efficiency of Iceman, and then they build the younger generation with different elements, really just to kind of bring it all home. So it, I'm going to tell you, like, I hate building stuff up because I, I watch this get built up so much for me. I'm like, I'm going to sit here and think, ah, it was good. I liked it, but I watched that thing and it was literally delivered on everything. And I now realize, and I thought this was the case when you have invested that much money in a movie, shooting something like that with these fighter jets that are, you know, a hundred million dollar airplanes and you're flying them around, how much it costs to do that, to blow them up and everything else. They held it for two years because they knew they knew something, something that we didn't know. Cause if not, they would have dumped that thing onto a streaming service, charged 30 bucks and you would have watched it. I'm probably gonna go back and watch it with my wife. And then I'm probably going to call a bunch of my college buddies like AJ Hawk and these guys, we're going to get together and we're going to go watch it as dudes. And I might see this thing three things, three times. <laughs> you the Dolby surround sound like it can't be top gentlemen. I'm telling you. Hey, has it set it up for uh, the, will the third one be out? You mentioned like, oh, we're age 35 to 55. We'll be watching this the same way we did when we were, you know, much younger. Um, will we be watching a third one prior to that time frame? I don't think so. Okay. I, I don't think, I never anticipated a sequel off of that. It was one of the most successful movies of the eighties. I'm saying off the new one. Yeah. Don't have they set without up without spoiling anything. Don't, don't get too much into this. This could be a bad I spoiler. Mean, I'm going to tell you, be honest, I guess they could, but I don't like when you watch it, you won't no, that's think good. that's the end. That's good. When it's, when it finishes, there'll be finality to it. Just as there was in the first one. And then it kind of gives you a look into the last 30 years of what, you know, Matt Pete Mitchell has been going through Maverick. Yep. You, you won't feel like, man, they're setting this thing up for more. You'll watch this thing and, and it's two hours and 15 minutes and you will feel whole at the end of it. You will feel great by the way. And I say this, I stumbled across Rambo last blood last weekend on a Friday night at about 1030 on Netflix and watch that whole thing, which if you guys haven't seen that, oh, yes, that's, that's another elite show, which I said, watching Rambo last blood, it was like eating at Outback steakhouse I had, or, <laughs> or Texas roadhouse. Like it gave you everything you expected. None of the frills, none of the nonsense. It was a great delivery, a great meal, great protein, you had a great time. And you walked out of there feeling satisfied. I don't know that I've and seen it. It's like literally, walking into a Ruth Chris and getting the best service you've ever expected on a birthday or anniversary or something like that. And you'll leave like, man, I, I want to tip them like 30 or 40% because this was, I, I've heard about how good it was and it lived up to all the expectations plus more. All right. God, you not seeing that didn't come up with uh, Dennis Leary. No. Yeah. yeah, well, I, I don't know. I don't even know that Dennis Leary has seen that one. I want to go see this now. Are too. you anticipating the new Jurassic Park, Bobby? Like I am. I am. Okay. Um, so because I, I love Jurassic too. Park. Yeah, same. When the new ones came out, I didn't think I would like them, but I love Will Pratt, and I started watching those. Chris things, Pratt. He has been. He's he, yeah. He's been fantastic. Um, I've, I've loved it, and my kids love them, and so that's the biggest thing. Is like. I remember my mom's like, you can't go see that. It's too scary for you. It looks too real. You can watch this now. I mean, it's dinosaurs, like robot dinosaurs, the rubber costumes on now. I mean, this, this stuff is legit. And so <laughs> my kids love it. I love it. I'm excited for the new one. I know you're going to see that. Oh, and yeah. that's like the next box I'm checking. We've got this 
pool in, in the north, gentlemen. Memorial Day weekend is a big weekend. Not only are we commemorating the loss of all of our uh, soldiers who gave the ultimate sacrifice, but we do that by opening up pools. And it's the first time it's finally nice. And so that was my goal is to go see this, talk to you gentlemen, get the kid, get the boys out to the pool, have a couple of drinks, get some food at the grill. We've got Obi-Wan uh, coming out tonight. That's going to be fantastic. See Jurassic Park as they get out of school here this week. Like there's, th- This has really been great to kind of exit COVID and feel really good about life. There's a lot of things to be happy about. Can we end the show now? That was a perfect build-up to the weekend right this... there for Bobby. Bobby, great work. <laughs> Good night, see you, everybody. See you next week. Have a big weekend. Great show, everyone. Is exactly why the, the movie is going to crush, because of the feelings that uh, that it invoked, not with Bobby Carpenter, but with everyone. I, I feel like we just learned Bobby Carpenter's aphrodisiac is, uh, <laughs> is Top Gun. Um, if you, if I, if you ever wanted to know what Bobby Carpenter's like on MDMA, we, we now know, <laughs> uh, just go to a theater where Top Gun's playing and let him watch, uh, let Tom Cruise run around for well, a little bit. I mean, listen guys, I mean, let's be honest, man. We've had a lot of things go on in our country the yeah. last 72 hours. Yeah. And I have a sixth grader, a fifth grader, a second grader, and then a kindergartner. And, you know, going from sixth, fifth grade to middle school, that's like a big deal. And you know, you couldn't be in the schools for a long time. And they have the, they, they don't call it graduation. They call it promotion. So we have all these different things this week with our kindergarten. They're all at four different schools, by the way. And so there's a lot of stuff going on. And so like this, like they said, after Top Gun was released, applications to the Navy went through the roof. And after you watch this again, I feel like that'll probably be the same thing where there'll be that patriotic feeling. Like I said, obviously everything is going on in Texas. I went to my daughter's like sixth grade promotion and my wife, it was the day after everything had happened uh, down in Texas. And it's like, they were kind of surprised. You think you're still doing that? And I'm like, why would, you know, we've got our, 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 our police officer in the school and he's awesome. And I'll sit here, I'll throw this picture up here because like I talked to officer EJ and he's amazing. And I'm like, I looked at this guy right here and I'm like, it doesn't get much better than this. I'm like, I talked to him. I'm like, bro, Thank you for defending our school. Thank you for protecting our children. Our pr- the principal talks about all that stuff. Like, hey, you can trust our kids. Like, I don't trust my kids to you. I trust them to this guy because this dude is about 6'2", 265. He gave me a firm handshake, looked me in the eye, and I'm like, this dude would do whatever it takes to defend my kids. And as you watch movies like this, and I mean, I, I'm, I'm a sucker for patriotism and the American ideal and the American dream because that's what my family grew up on. And that's how we've been successful. And it's been fantastic. No other country could my family have done in three generations, what we have done for the carpenters. And it's, it's awesome. And it's a blessing to be able to do that. And so you have people that serve our country, both abroad and domestically. And I think it's important to celebrate those people who would be willing to do that and sacrifice, make the ultimate sacrifice for you, for your family, for your children. And so as we go through this weekend, like understanding that, the release of this movie and you see, and they dive into this fellas, like looking at going into situations where there's a highly, a uh, high probability that you may be successful in your mission, but you may not return home. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's a lot of things that we ask people to do that protect us. And so those people need to be celebrated. They need to be endorsed. They need to be recognized. And I will be a proponent of that until the day that I die. That was a great, great message. Great review from Bobby. Also, Bobby, how about this review too about 
uh, Top Gun Maverick. This is from Slate Magazine. Read this earlier today. They described Tom Cruise as America's last true movie star and said that he is, quote, a human charisma bomb when he's on screen. That, that, that's why you get so excited when you watch Tom Cruise on screen, when you see that. You're, you're 100% right. As I watched that, it, 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 I'm telling you, I felt nostalgic with it because as I watch movies today, you get caught up in the plot. And I guess when I watch, you know, my wife and I are starting Yellowstone, just got into it, you there know, you and go. you see Costner, and there's a lot of those elements with him. Like Tom Cruise, he's been doing this for years. And the best part about Tom Cruise, man, he's like Paul's size. I mean, he's, he's a small dude, not very big. You <laughs> know, I'm bigger than eight. Tom Cruise. Yeah, you're probably bigger than exactly. You can post him up, you know, take him downtown. But he, it's, uh, he, he, he's everything. Like when you watch this, and he has literally a message beforehand. There's like probably a 20 second message that I took a picture. Of. I'm like, this is remarkable. Like the movie's about to start. And it goes to a, almost a 60-year-old Tom Cruise sitting there thanking you for coming to the movie. Wow. And we're going to try to deliver on everything that you hope like the United States Navy can be and what America can be. And I watched that, man. Like, I've That's got cool. my three boys. And I told my wife this. Like, I hope I don't start crying in there because they're going to look at me like I'm soft as I'm crying and f- watching a stinking movie that I know isn't real. It's not based on factual events. But I believe that it personifies the best parts of America and what we can ultimately be. And so for Tom Cruise to do that and at 60 years old, hop in a Tomcat and fly around. Like I, my, like I said, my buddy, AJ Hawk flew in that thing. He was, I I've threw up and then blacked out. I hit three G's and I was done. He's like, these dudes are doing way more than that. And it's not even physically possible. And you're talking about elite athletes. My kids asked me, like, how many people do that in the world? And I, I look at them like in the United States, I don't know, maybe, Four or 500, 300, I don't know, 100, like not many. Like, there's not many human beings that are A, willing to risk it, or B, have the physical capabilities to handle it. So there's just so much there as you watch it. You'll just be fired up, man. We got our flags hanging outside right now. Like we're fired up for Memorial Day. What, what an epic visit from Bobby Carpenter, uh, one of the favorites, if not the best, uh, thus far. We, we love your dedication to the show. We've said that in the past. And for you, he, Bobby sent me a text earlier this week. He's like, hey, we're, I'm doing this with my kids. Can we move it back an hour? And I'm thinking, man, he's going to race home and do this. And sure enough, right awesome. on time, as always. Bobby, thank you, man. Have a great Appreciate Memorial it. Day weekend. Let's catch up next week. <laughs> Thanks, Bobby. Hey, we'll catch up next week, hopefully – our guy Lane Kiffin will keep talking and keep giving oh, us will. more unbelievable nuggets because he he's the real hero of football. That, <laughs> he's the SEC's you know, whenever, Tom Cruise. He really is because when everyone else, they say, gag order, you're done, Lane Kiffin says, hey, send Ross Dellinger over to my house. Let's sit on down. We'll, we'll, I'll deliver a Q&A. Yeah, let's do a sit-down yeah. <laughs> Oh, you don't want to go Dan Patrick? Piece. All right, let's do a sit-down. Yeah. Appreciate you, Bobby. Let's uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll check in with you next week, brother. Thanks. Thank you, guys. All right, Bobby Carpenter. There, follow him on Twitter at bcarp3. Chad's got to move it up to Saturday night now. Yeah, I'll be Saturday uh, and Sunday. We got, we got family responsibilities tomorrow, but uh, the countdown is on to Sunday night. What a glowing endorsement from one Bobby Carpenter for that film. Coming up, we'll pick up where Bobby Carpenter uh, left off in uh, mentioning what the what the weekend is all about, Memorial Day. And we'll tell you about the sports we're looking forward to watching this weekend as well on OutKick 360. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady. 
a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This weekend, we remember and honor those with the United States and uh, Armed Forces and the personnel who have died while serving our country uh, through Memorial Day and Memorial Day weekend. And we memorialize one of those heroes in the, back, in the backdrop of our show each and every day in Sergeant First Class Nick Moses, uh, friends of ours who have also served our country were friends of Nick's, which, makes, which would have made him friends of ours automatically. Um, he completed three deployments in Iraq from 2007 to 2011 as part of Operation uh, Enduring Freedom. And he was killed while training just prior to his fourth deployment. And an email that he wrote to his mother while serving in 2010, Before I die, I want to know that I've done something truly great, that I've accomplished something glorious, an achievement for the credit for which it belongs solely to me. I do not aspire to become as famous as Napoleon and conquer many nations, but I do want, almost above all else, to feel as though I have been an addition to this world of ours. He died in 2012 at the age of 26. And he's just one of the heroes that we honor on Memorial Day. Uh, and today we salute all of those who have served our country and given and paid the ultimate sacrifice, including Sergeant First Class Nicholas Moses who uh, we honor through Aaron Bell, Craig Nance, and our great friends uh, who gave us uh, a part of Nick here that sits in our backdrop each and every day. Nick is here, and wherever this is, Nick is. And um, I know a lot of his friends have this, his family as well. Uh, and we're honored to display this. We, we uh, mentioned this last year, and we will continue to do that each and every uh, year that we get the chance to, to have this on display in our backdrop. Well, well said, Hunt. Very well said, and um, there's going to be a lot of joy this weekend for a lot of us that are fortunate enough to have joy in our lives and be able to do things with friends and family over the weekend, but I do think it's important to take a moment and realize why we are getting this vacation yeah. and all this joy in our lives, and it's because of uh, those who gave the ultimate sacrifice in large part. So honor Memorial Day at some point as well, and, and well said. Uh, with everything you just ha had to say about uh, who, someone who was a hero. So Absolutely. that was great. Proud to have that on set for sure. Yep. NickMoses.org for more on his story. It's Nick, N-I-C, NickMoses.org uh, for more info on that. Um, we've mentioned what, we're be, what we'll be up to uh, this weekend. Indy 500 is coming up on Sunday. Uh, beyond that, Normally, I feel, I feel as though this is normally a big pay-per-view weekend uh, for a fight. There's nothing going on of, of that ilk that I know of. And I would, there's no UFC fight this weekend, for instance. Um, NBA playoffs are kind of gearing up now for the NBA Finals, so we wait on that next week. And we wait to see if it's going to be Boston or Miami taking on Golden State. We, I think the three of us, Chad, you didn't mention this, I think we want it to be Boston. Yep. We wanted Celtics Warriors. I um, do too. Paul does, just so we can root against the Celtics. I will be rooting Warriors in the finals as well. Um, 
NHL playoffs have been a lot of fun. Edmonton is a team I'm kind of behind randomly because they are a blast to watch. I want to see a Canadian team win it. They they uh, knocked out Calgary last night. They will take on the winner of Colorado or St. Louis. St. Louis coming back from, I think it was a 4-1 score, 1-5-4 in overtime. That's a 3-2 series now. Um, so we'll, we'll have some definition to these playoffs whenever we return on Tuesday. But as far as like must-watch sporting events, there's not many this weekend, surprisingly. Real Madrid and uh, Liverpool will do very well on TV tomorrow at 2 o'clock, Champions League final. And I'm in a tough one on that because I've got good friends who are fans of both, and I don't want to see either of them celebrating. <laughs> you don't want anyone to have joy. I just no. talked about joy. And Paul the said, end, end Chad, of, end of Chelsea's no run. Chad, may you have plenty of joy while watching Top Gun Maverick. I've Paul, got a dance party seven-year-old uh, birthday party, dance tonight party tonight with a lot of people. Right. I've got a uh, trip out of town, just a day trip tomorrow. And then Sunday is the day. The day where Hutton, where I'll feel the need, the need for speed. Paul, have a wonderful Catalina Wine Mixer appearance Thank tonight. You. Thank you. Have good grilling on uh, Yes, on big grilling uh, tomorrow, which means preparations tonight. We hope every one of our OutKick 360 season ticket holders has a wonderful long weekend. Join us live on Tuesday, starting at 2 o'clock Central, 3 o'clock Eastern, across the OutKick Network. My sign's up here. Don't block the box. Do block your locks.